Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. I am not a big sports fan. I became familiar with certain games, and one game I never understood was football. But when I lived in Buffalo, New York, I got bit by Bill's fever because uh, the people of Buffalo, it's just it's a small town attitude in a, in a big city. Uh, although I am from Boston, a lot of people are New England Patriots fans and many people in my family. I'm just not dig- – I don't dig Tom Brady, which makes a lot of people happy. And I have to say I know a lot of guys that used to uh, work uh, you know, for and were NFL players with the, the Bills. And you know, it was my young single party days, and I used to party with some of them, you know, Thurman Thomas, Andre Reid. Um, you know, you see who's uh, – you know, Shane Conlon and, um, of course, some of the guys out there right now who are, you know, not playing football, but are working for the NFL and, you know, some other people I won't mention. <laughs> Don't want to get them in trouble. Uh, Steve Tasker, other people out there who uh, were friends of mine back in the day, uh, even Jim Kelly and I are, you know, friends and party buddies back in the day. But sports now and the arena of sports with so many eyes on it and not just on television and not just ears on radio, but with social media, you know, with the internet, more and more people worldwide can tune in. And we're seeing more and more sports venues in various leagues, whether it be the NFL or the NBA or the NHL. Um, we're, we're seeing more and more the athletes make statements. We saw that uh, after Ferguson, Missouri, and after the death of Michael Brown. Um, we saw that actually after Trayvon Martin's death. Um, we have seen people who don't want to play, people who turn their uniforms inside out, people who put certain things on their uniforms. When they feel that someone from their community or from a community that they relate to, so if you're an African-American player, for example, in the NBA and something's being said about Hispanics, you're relating to people of color being put down, being oppressed you know, having prejudicial and bigoted statements made against them. And then there are things that go beyond the statements. And there are stats. Stats of what is happening disproportionately to a certain community of a certain ethnicity, religion, or color. Last week, I was paying attention to sports, as most of you were. And a lot of people saw something and had a very visceral reaction. It was extremely polarized. People were even like, either like, yeah, you go, guy. Or some other people were just like, what the, you know, get out of this country. You know, and just mean, very mean uh, spirit. It's amazing how fast people turn on people, even if they're a supporter of the team, the sport, the league, or the player. 
Of course, I'm talking about the San Francisco 49ers uh, quarterback. Actually, a good friend of mine used to be the San Francisco uh, 49ers, uh, Dwight Hicks. Uh, San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick, who sat in protest during the national anthem. It was a preseason game. And he said he would not honor a song nor, quote, show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. Now, what he was referencing, and we're going to hear from him in a second, what he was referencing was the recent shooting deaths of African-Americans by police. That's what he told the NFL media. Uh, Let's take a listen. This is Colin Kaepernick explaining why he did sit and did not stand during his and our national anthem. I mean, ultimately, it's to bring awareness and make people, you know, realize what's really going on in this country. There are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust. People aren't being held accountable for. And that's something that needs to change. That's something that, you know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all. And it's not happening for all right now. I'll continue to sit. I'm going to continue to stand with the people that are being oppressed. Uh, To me, this is something that has to change. And when there's significant change, and I feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent, and this country is representing people the way that it's supposed to, I'll stand. There's people being murdered unjustly and not being held accountable. Cops are getting paid leave for killing people. That's not right. That's not right by anyone's standards. Now, uh, a couple of things here, okay? First of all, he had told the NFL media his conscience would not allow him to partake in the pregame ceremony that was against the Green Bay Packers. Quote, to me, this is bigger than football, and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the streets and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder. A 28-year-old wears the number seven, and we all saw him, whether on television or as was posted on Twitter and other sites, seated when the national anthem played. There were people tweeting the photo of him sitting during the national anthem, sitting on the bench. And he, by the way, is fully aware of the controversy that he courted with this decision. He said, quote, this is something that I am not going to, that I am going to run by, is not something I'm going to run by anybody. I'm not looking for approval. I have to stand up for people that are oppressed. If they take football away, my endorsements from me, I know that I stood up for what is right. Wow. Now, you may not agree with what he did. We'll talk about that. Let, let, let me give you some more stuff out of, out of the news and then give you my take on this, okay? Um, he acknowledged that some took his gesture as insulting the military. He said that was not his intention. And he, you just heard him. He's going to continue to sit during the anthem before the NFL games. He said he has a platform to get his message across that others may lack. And he's active on Twitter. He usually retweets other users' posts on race relations in America. His decision not to stand has elicited comments on both sides in support and against his decisions. One who supported him said, as if I needed another reason to love Colin Kaepernick. Another um, uh, said he should, quote, just leave America to the Americans, saying that he showed disrespect to the team, the sport, and fans. Now, you know, some people look at him. I even said, what is he? Okay. He is biracial, um, according to NFL uh, media. He was adopted, and he was raised by a white family. Okay? His team released this statement. 
They said he res- they respected his decision. This is what they said, quote, The national anthem is and always will be a special part of the pre-game ceremony. It is an opportunity to honor our country and reflect on the great liberties we are afforded as citizens. In respecting such American principles as freedom of religion and freedom of expression, we recognize the right of an individual to choose and participate or not in our celebration of the national anthem. The NFL also released a statement saying, Players, and you've heard this, are encouraged but not required, encouraged but not required, big difference, to stand during the playing of the Star-Spangled Banner that is played before every professional sporting event in the country, our national anthem. Now, Kaepernick said he did not plan on the protest to get so much attention. He said the fact that it has blown up like this, he thinks it's a good thing. He said, quote, no, I think people are really talking about it, having conversations about how to make change, what's really going on in this country, and we can move forward. By the way, this is the first year he's ever done this, sitting during the national anthem. He said it's not tied to the presidential election. He described both candidates as being part of the problems that he protests. He said, quote, I mean, you have Hillary, who's called black teens or black kids super predators, and you have Donald Trump, who's openly racist. Hillary Clinton, in April on CNN, said she regretted the use of that terminology that she used back in 1996. She was defending the 1994 crime bill. And Donald Trump, as you know, denies he's a racist and calls her one. You know, when people burn the flag, it makes people angry. It makes people think that they're not patriotic. And it does make people think that they're spitting on not just freedom, but, you know, that they're, you know, flipping the bird, the middle finger to the military. And I don't think in this situation it's that at all. Now, I will, as a liberal who believes and loves the First Amendment and our Constitution, we are the only nation in the world that has those freedoms in writing in a U.S. Constitution, guaranteed for all, that freedom of religion, that freedom to protest and assemble, that freedom of the press, that freedom of speech. And in that freedom of speech, so many of our actions are covered. By the way, Your reaction to this, to support or to hate this guy, is also covered under that First Amendment. When men and women, in my family, men and women who fought and survived, fought and died, and I've got, you know, I've got a cousin in in Afghanistan right now. But these individuals fight for that freedom, whether you like it or not, America. Remember, you couldn't sit down at a sporting event during the national anthem in a country like Iran. You couldn't speak out against two people running for president, especially if one was an incumbent, a former secretary of state, like this guy just did. And whether you agree or disagree with him and whether you like or don't like what he did, especially if you don't like what he did and you disagree with what he did and even why he did what he did, I have read Military members, veterans on Twitter say, I fight for this guy's freedom to do just this. Don't you understand, America, what makes us different and sets us apart from the rest of the world is that we can say, the president sucks and nobody's going to break in to my studio and take me away and I will disappear and you'll never see me again, as is the case in many countries, Russia, Iran. Perhaps Iraq, Afghanistan, certainly Saudi Arabia, many countries in this world, and not just Muslim countries, by the way. We certainly have seen things that have happened in South America in past and present day. I mentioned Russia second. You weren't paying attention. Uh, So 
Here's the thing. I know there are those of you who don't like what he did. But he has the freedom to do it. So let's talk about how you feel about this guy's actions. What did you think of Kaepernick's decision to protest by sitting during the national anthem? Number seven for the San Francisco 49ers. Pick up the phone and join me. I didn't get to talk to you about this last week. I was in New York. 8886-LESLIE. 888-653-7543 is the number. And do you agree with his assessment of racial inequality in America? I've heard some people say, what does he know about it? He grew up in a white family. But he is biracial. 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Do you agree with Kaepernick's assessment of racial inequality in America? 8886-LESLIE. What do you think of athletes or movie stars who use their star power to draw attention to civic issues that they care about? Oprah Winfrey did about sexual molestation, as did Roseanne Barr. George Clooney, Daffer. Angelina Jolie has brought things about with regard to children and international adoption and girls who are not allowed to go to school. These are just some examples. What do you think of athletes or movie stars using the star power to draw attention to civic issues they care about? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543, because I know some of you say, you know what, just shut up and play football, would you, right? 888-6LESLIE. And although it is nice to see our athletes and others being patriotic, isn't freedom of speech part of what our soldiers fight and die for? Those men and women who give their lives for our freedom, that freedom in the First Amendment gives you that freedom to say, you know what, I don't feel like standing today for that song, for that to that flag, for what it means in light of what's going on in our nation right now. And that's what he, he said. And he's being honest. I mean, if you stand there like a hypocrite with your hand over your heart, but, you, you know, you're not, you, you're not really saying the words or whatever. You know how many other Olympic athletes didn't know the words? I was watching their lips. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, remember the outrage when Muhammad Ali refused to be drafted to Vietnam? He was called a traitor. And now his decision is often celebrated in public opinion. It's now looked at as somebody who was brave. Could Kaepernick be viewed in a more positive manner down the road for this very sit-in, this protest, if you will, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And will more players begin to express themselves in this way in the future, do you think? 888-6-LESLIE. Or do you think these types of actions taken by those in the public eye help to open up the debate, like Kaepernick said, across this country? In other words, we're starting or continuing the conversation. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And last, this guy didn't burn the flag. He simply refused to stand for the national anthem. Although it may make some uncomfortable, the bottom line is he has that right. There is nothing in the league that he plays in the NFL that states he must stand. He used his name and status to share his opinion on a national stage. So what's wrong with him doing it? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543, back after this. Leslie, let's get to the call starting out in Virginia with Cliff listening on tune in on line one. Hi, Cliff. Good afternoon. Hey, Leslie. Thank you for taking my call today. Thank you for joining us. What's your take on this, Cliff? Well, I find it really interesting 
that there's so much outrage for a person just quietly sitting down in a peaceful protest. But we don't have anywhere near the type of outrage from these same people when unarmed Americans are gunned down by law enforcement in very sketchy situations. So I think that's the first thing. And I think your point earlier about the military is absolutely correct. The military fights for this nation to protect the rights of a Colin Kaepernick to sit down during the national anthem. And I think there's such a confusion about what America is and what America means. Um, and I think, you know, he's um, standing up for his rights uh, by not um, sitting, um, recognizing the national anthem. That's not something that I would particularly do, but I respect his decision as an American to do that. So I think people need to look at that. Is that this is his right as an American citizen to do what he's doing, and he's bringing awareness to some really challenging issues. So, you're, you're right. This was not. This was not violent. This was not you know nasty. This is not you know punching somebody in the face. He quietly sat down, knowing that people were watching because he just could remain silent no more. Cliff, thank you very much for your call, sweetie. we got to take a break, and I, I do appreciate that there uh, in Virginia. Cliff uh, has left us. That means a line is available because when we finish with a call, your cue to call through. If you're holding hang tight, coming right to you right after this break. If you're not with us yet, pick up the phone and join us. Whether you agree or disagree with me, and certainly whether you agree or disagree with Colin Kaepernick's decision to sit out the standing of the national anthem, And he did it intentionally. He's tired of what he's seeing happen to the African-American community, of which he is part. 8886-LESLIE is the number. Pick up the phone and join us. We are back. Happy Monday. I'm Leslie Marshall. We're talking about Callan Kaepernick's decision to sit it out. And some of you guys said, we talked about this last week. Well, I wasn't here. I was in New York. I'm here. I'm back. And I want to talk about it. Plus, uh, the controversy hasn't gone away. There are people, the Daily Caller had a piece that he's going to be out of the NFL. Uh, he's going to be cut, you know, from the uh, 49ers. Um, the list goes on of things that are being, you know, said to uh, applaud his decision and certainly many who were opposed. So let's uh, get your take because I care about you as my listening audience and what your take is on this. Let's go to uh, Ishmael in Virginia on line three, listening on iHeartRadio. Ishmael, good afternoon and welcome. Hello, uh, thum- welcome back. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank, thank you. Glad you. to be back. Uh, thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs down on this guy's decision and any other comments that you have? Um, both. Well, to be honest with you, because this is his right, and he um, 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 has every right to to speak out. But he also forgot that the flag also represents a lot of good things, you know, um, um, uh, good things in in, in this country. And it's, it's his right, you know, and 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 he have every right to protest. But uh, I would not would not done it that way because you always have to respect um, um, uh, the right of everybody else. And also, he doesn't remember that people die to protect his speech, you know, and, and the flag represents a lot of good things. You know, even though he thinks it doesn't represent any good thing, it does. And it's his flag as a citizen of the United States. It's his flag. Oh, absolutely. It, you know, it, it, yeah. And um, But I, I got to tell you, you know, like, again, maybe somebody's uncomfortable with it, but the reality is he has uh, the right to do it. He didn't break any laws. He didn't hurt anyone. He exercised his First Amendment constitutional right. Mm-hmm. And even the NFL says, although we encourage, we don't require. Exactly, exactly. And I think you said it best. If this, if he was in some other world country overseas, he would have been arrested. He would probably be, he would have disappeared. Yeah. And, oh, and God. That's a yeah. No question. 
No question about it. You know, uh, and and probably you know his body found without his head at some point. Exactly. You know, late, later on. Okay. Anything else, Ishmael? No, great. Thank you so much. You're welcome back. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Ishmael. I really appreciate it. Appreciate your call. Remember, when we finish with a call, your cue to call through. The lines are available at eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Let's go to Paul in Washington, line two, listening on Progressive Voices. Hi, Paul. Good afternoon. Yeah, let's see. Uh, a number of questions come rushing to mind. The first one being, shall the playing of the national anthem, the playing and singing of the national anthem, compel a behavior? Is that part of your First Amendment? Is, is, is that within the First Amendment? The second one is, shall that behavior be a test of patriotism? Ah. And does patriotism then not recognize racism? Well, the, the, okay, let's take the last two because... You know, there are times where people get ripped online for not putting their hand over their heart. Wait, and, when? You know, I, I mean, I've just seen it over the years. You know, whether it's a you know a senator or a president, you know what I mean? They're standing there, they're singing. Some people put their hands over their hearts. Certainly we've seen it, you know, whether it's a Olympic athletes or professional athletes in the NFL. And I, what, what I'm saying is if you, if you don't sing the words or put your hand over your heart, it doesn't mean you're not patriotic any more than if you stand there and sing it with your hand over your heart and a big smile on your face and a, and a flag on your lapel. It doesn't mean you are patriotic either. That's the proper protocol anyway. You don't put your hand over your heart when you're singing the national anthem. You put your hand over your heart when you're pledging to the flag, saying the pledge. That was the problem with... No, a lot of people, a lot of people do put their hand over their heart with the national anthem they, as well. They, that's fine if they want to, but that's not the protocol. I mean, you can, you can stand on one leg and quack like a chicken if you want to, but that's not the protocol either. See, it has always bothered me when going to a sporting event. In fact, well, here, here's the other question I have is, suppose other fans who are sympathetic to Colin Kaepernick choose to join him and not stand. Are there going to be fans, this is a test of patriotism, are there going to be fans who harass them? As You know, this happened to me. I hate when they tell it, ladies and gentlemen, please stand and remove your hats for the playing and singing of our national anthem. Well, I was at an event one time, and I always wear a sun visor, a golf visor, because of my eye. I have an eye disease, and I'm highly sensitive to bright sunlight. Well, I stood up, and I didn't take my visor off. And some guy behind me pokes me in the shoulder in the back and says, hey, you're supposed to take off your hat. You know, I was furious. I didn't say anything to him, but I was about ready to give him the F. You mind your own business. And you see, this is this test of pages of who I... He has no idea that I have an eye disease. You know, so he can just mind your own damn business. It, this is really infuriating. And this is why it's... Be, and especially in the era of Donald Trump, the test of patriotism now, and whether that patriotism will, shall not reflect your concerns about racism. Race, patriotism shall now not recognize racism. As Colin Kaepernick uh, has uh, made his statement... Our Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks quarterback uh, uh, has, uh, has decided not to to move his wedding, uh, Russell Wilson, to move his wedding from Charlotte, North Carolina, to London to protest the bathroom bill in North Carolina. And now he is getting all kinds of harassment. Both these guys, these guys Colin Kaepernick and Russell Wilson, are born-again Christians. But that's not good enough because what else are they? What else are they? People of color. That's right. And so that doesn't count. When you're a person of color, your First Amendment rights just aren't quite First Amendment enough. 
This is all about theft. Of, you, you t- Donald Trump's not a racist. This whole thing is a big, flagrant knee-jerk of racism. That's what it is. And that's why I support Colin Kaepernick in doing this. In fact, if I were at a game where he was playing, I don't think I'd stand up because I will not have it be a test of my patriotism. That's none of anybody's damn business. And whether I, I'm not going to let some piece of music compel me to behave a certain way. In fact, that's exactly the patriotism we're talking about, is I, w- I shall not be compelled by music to, to do anything. That's, that's it, it, a, lot, a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff you're saying. It, did you see Paul? I was curious. I saw some uh, tweets or Facebook things uh, posting about Colin, uh, where they were saying, "Oh, shut up, you Muslim," or something. I, I mean, he's not Muslim. He's a born again Christian simply because right. he's got brown skin and a beard. Right. Uh, you see where it, this is where it goes. Is if you're not, if you don't do what we say, comrade Heil, Sig Heil. Right. This right. is what it is. It's Sig Heil. You got to get with the program. All right. Very, very well said, Paul. Many uh, good comments, as always. Look uh, forward to hearing from you again. Let's look, uh, Let's go to Lisa in Asheville, North Carolina, online for listening on... Oh, Lisa, give us a call back there. I know you're listening on 880 The Revolution, WPEK, our latest and newest affiliate. Uh, good, uh, Lisa. I hope uh, you'll be back with us. Let's go to Dave in Portland, Oregon, line 5, listening on TuneIn. Um, hello? Hi, Dave. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. Hey, one of the things I'd like to point out is that, uh, for one thing, some of the trappings that we have of patriotism in this country are actually newly adopted things. Uh, for example, as I understand it, the, the national anthem, anthem uh, wasn't actually the national anthem until 1931. Very true. Yeah, very uh, true. Thank you for pointing that out. That's correct. And the pledge, the pledge was something that was, wasn't really adopted uh, until the early 1900s. Uh, as well as I understand it, uh, so so there's that. So the, so the, the the anthem and the pledge really, uh, as far as I'm concerned, have no con- connection back to to the founding of this country. Uh, they're just things that we've adopted over the years. In addition to that, as I understand that the third stanza of the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner, uh, as I understand it, actually applauds the killing of slaves that fought for the British in 1812. Really? Which is something we, which is something we never hear about. Yes, there were a, uh, a group of slaves, I believe they were called the Colonial uh, Marines, who fought with the British during 1812, and the third stanza of the Star-Spangled Banner, which we never hear, right. actually applauds that. Okay. Interesting. And, Interesting. I gotta go. And, I gotta go look that up during the break. And the other thing is that uh, Francis Scott Key was a huge bigot. Uh, he believed that blacks were inferior in every way. So there's that. So I can understand why blacks wouldn't stand just because of that. Right. Uh, so and and the last thing goes back to what your your caller recently said in, in the fact that that. The country isn't the flag. The country isn't the anthem. The country isn't the pledge. The country is a set of principles. And part of that is the fact that you have a right to protest. In fact, you have, I forget which president was, uh, it was said that you have an obligation to protest if you think that there are laws that 
go against the principles of the founding of this country. Well, for crying out loud, the reason we became this country is because of a revolution, a revolt. And, uh, exactly. And, and a revolt with weapons, uh, not just with actions or words, uh, which we saw with actions, obviously, with this NFL player. Thank you for your call. I look forward to speaking to you again. Uh, and thank you for joining us, Dave. Hope to hear from you again. Uh, let's go to Ken in Phoenix, line one, listening on KPHX. Ken, good afternoon. Hey, how are you, Leslie? Good. How are you doing? Not too bad. I can't complain. Um, you have some smart callers. Thank you. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not responsible for them, but I'll take responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to say I give him the thumbs up. I, I'm a veteran, and I really appreciated him standing up for something that that could cost him a lot. That's what people loved about Muhammad Ali. But here's my test for Colin. I'd like to see him do it all year long. Well, he said he's going to continue. No, 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 but you know what he said? What he said was, I'm going to continue to do it. I realize it may mean no football or, or losing endorsements, but he said he, he just doesn't feel right if he didn't continue and if he, if he wasn't, you know, he has to follow his conscience, as Paul Ryan and other Republicans have said. And I, and I love that about it. I think that's the key. I think he needs to follow through until it's not just a one-time deal. You know what I mean? I, I honestly have to say that when you hear the guy talk, there's humility there. And I agree with you. This isn't, you know, he's, he's being very, he was very humble and quiet with what he did and why. Um, yeah, I agree. And there was no disrespect. It was, this is my right, and I'm going to follow through on it. And I, I, how can you complain? That's what we're, that's what the, the veterans before us that died in wars, that's what they fought for. Well, for, exactly. I mean, I, I agree with you 100%. I saw something on Facebook earlier today. It was disturbing. It showed a Marine with no arms and no legs standing, if you will, on his knees, okay, or his thighs, what was left of his uh, uh, legs. And it said, you know, this guy can stand for the national anthem, Colin. You know, how come, you know, you can't? And and they they people just don't understand that one of the freedoms – that our wonderful military fight for and sometimes even die for are, are freedoms that maybe some people don't find pretty, burning flags, saying terrible things about your president without being dragged off, with you know being, being able to stand on a street corner or on radio or television and speak your mind to have that freedom. That, that is, people don't understand, unless you've been to or lived in a country that doesn't have it, as I have and many people have, um, how much that really means to have. I agree, and I, I've lived in foreign countries where people didn't have that, that those rights. So, And I did see that picture of veterans friend of mine sent it to me, you know, telling me what I needed to feel, that I should be angry. And I, I told him, I'm sorry, I'm not. I, I, I think you're comparing apples and oranges, showing that picture to what Colin did. Well, again, you know, it's not like he, he didn't kill anybody. He, he may, he, and, and he wasn't ma- making a grandstand statement to make it all about him. He was just like, you know what, I, I'm so tired day after day of standing up to that anthem and looking at that flag when I just don't feel we as a nation are representing what it originally, you know, was supposed to be about. And you know, and honestly, you if you have the power as a celebrity, whether there's an athlete, an actor. To, you know, bring attention to the fact that we need clean water and dysentery kills, you know, children worldwide or that, hey, you know, there's genocide happening in, you know, Darfur and, you know, hey, 
how many people even knew where Darfur was before George Clooney brought it to you know, exactly. his attention? <laughs> so, so you know, hey, like whether you like it or not, you know, I like the fact they're using their celebrity for something more than the Kardashians. Thank you for your call. Um, uh, thank you. And by the way, I read I don't know if it's true or not that their show's being canceled. Let's go to Jeff. Oh, we're gonna take a break. Jeff, you're up next, sweetie. We'll be back. If you're holding, hang tight. You want to join us? Line available every time we finish with a call. Call us now. One more segment left in this hour right here on your show of Four and By You. I'm Leslie Marshall. Back after this. You know, Jimmy Hendrix, when he played this, a lot of people, myself included, thought it was beautiful, especially because it appealed to the youth. And he was playing his heart out through his fingers. And it was very controversial. And he was called anti-patriotic. And a lot of bad words because he is African-American. Was African-American, still is. Just gone. Sometimes you got to do it your way. Colin Kaepernick did it his way when he sat down with the national anthem, in my opinion. He has the right to do it, whether you think he was right or wrong to do it. And is facing and being called, you know, get out of this country. All these same things were said about Jimi Hendrix. We obviously haven't come a long way, baby. Uh, let's go back to the calls, and we go to Jeff uh, on line four. Jeff, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Uh, how are you doing? Good. Jeff's, I uh, Jeff's in Phoenix. Hi, Jeff. Yeah, I want to say that uh, you had a caller who mentioned this. He spoke about it. But I was going to say that if most black people knew the full national anthem, they wouldn't stand either. Because it, 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 it's there exactly what he said, but that part they left out. And there, you had a caller that says the flag, the way he failed to know the flag has done a lot of good things. The flag has, but you have to also remember that the flag is the chief architect of the social engineering that has got black people to this day in the conditions that we are in. Can I give you an example going way back to when, my, when I was a kid? Well, there was a time when a black man couldn't get a job in this country, so the federal government said, hey, uh, black woman, let me help you out. I'm going to give you some food stamps to feed those kids because we are pretty much making sure that the man can't get a job. But in order for us to get those stamps, the man cannot be at home. They used to send people around to check to make sure the father wasn't there. That was the destruction of the the the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the nucleus of the black family. They, they made sure he couldn't get a job, and then they offered food stamps. And in order to get those food stamps, the black the father... The man could not be in the house. They sent people around to inspect. Then you had the war on drugs. Was that about uh, uh, Nixon, wasn't it? It was Nixon, correct? No, the war on drugs was the Reagan administration, Nancy oh, Reagan. Me, yeah, Reagan. About racists, because he hated black people. Now, it wasn't a war on drugs, it was a war on, on black people. In the 60s, was in the 60s that they fled the black community? They got afraid when they heard black people were talking about black power, which simply meant the empowerment of black people. So that brought about fear. So they flooded the, the uh, Noriega, who was working with the federal government, with drugs. So that has, uh, with no jobs and drugs, and the young people, where this is the way to make money to sell drugs, and you kill each other for turf. This has been socially engineered by our red, white, and blue. And today, when they talk about uh, discussions of race, they don't want to have a discussion of race, because in that discussion of race, we will basically dismantle a false history and present evidence of the facts that, yes, the government played a substantial role in the destruction of black 
families in this country. And the day when you hear black, white people talking about, well, how is he talking about the police killing each other, uh, killing black people, and black people killing each other? Well, black people kill each other because that was social engineered. And when black people kill each other, they expect the police to solve and get the person that did that, that crime. They expect the police to think that they can uh, kill each other, too. It's almost like when you hear black, white people talking about, well, why can I use the N-word? Why, uh, black people use it. Okay, we're just because black people are committing crimes. They want the police to kill each other. They want the police to solve those crimes. They don't want the police to come to the community and feel that what y'all doing, we can do it too. Y'all say everywhere, we can do it too. A lot of uh, very good points, Jeff. Thank you for the call. Call us again. Speaking of another Jeff, but in North Carolina, line one, listening on tune in. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Leslie, how you doing? Good, thank you. Good. Um, I wanted to comment on this on this topic. I actually support Colin Kaepernick because I don't stand doing the the opponent of the national anthem either because because I'm aware of the author who wrote it and his total disdain for black people. So that was my personal reason for not standing. And I never had anyone question me for not standing. Um, that's the first thing. Now, the second thing is I want to touch based on what a previous caller said, and he's absolutely, absolutely correct. Um, he talked about people in this country, and, and they're sort of like fake outrage over this, but yet don't have the same outrage when a young black man is gunned down by a police officer. And and that kind of exposes who these people really are. So that's my mm-hmm. point. All right. Uh, very uh, short and succinct. And let's see if we can do uh, one quickie here in Santa Fe, line two. Butch, just a sentence or two listening on KTRC. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to add, I was glad you played that Jimi Hendrix. They did, uh, for a lousy song, a uh, national anthem, musically speaking, he made it into a mosaic and very uh, poetic and moving. And about the same time, it reminded me, Jose Feliciano, who was uh, gaining popularity in the late 60s, and he was... Uh, we're out of time, we're out of time, we're out of time! But you didn't follow my directions. That's okay, guys, don't ask for directions. Or follow them when a lady's giving them, right? Change is strong, and you can experience it at Gold's Gym. For a limited time only, join the most supportive and dedicated community in fitness for just $1. Get access to the latest cardio and strength equipment, the best group exercise classes, and expert personal trainers dedicated to your success. A stronger you is waiting at Gold's Gym today. Tap the banner now for a free pass. Offer ends February 29th. Valid with select new memberships at participating locations only. Commitment required. Annual fee and other restrictions may apply. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love.